This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 761 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in. Today's tip is about acronyms, specifically GMO and GE, and how they influence what your horse eats. My new friend Tigger, chief formulator at Biostar EQ, gets behind the microphone with the real deal on these confusing terms. Welcome back to the show, Tigger. Take it away. Um, GMO is an acronym for genetically modified organism. Um, GE is an anachronism for genetically engineered. Genetically engineered is wide encompassing. It it encompasses the entire biotech industry. So even a seed that was uh, developed through hybridization when biotechnology enters it is considered genetically engineered. This term is sort of falling out of use and more and more um, genetically modified foods and seeds um, and fish and, what, and trees and anything they can think of to use biotechnology on is known as ge- a genetically modified organism, GMO. Aha. So that's sort of the... So organism refers to plant or animal. Correct. <gasps> They're already doing genetically modified fish. Um, they're doing genetically modified trees. They've already are in production on genetically modified alfalfa. That's already being planted. Beet pulp has been genetically modified, a GMO food for, oh, five or six years now. Um, the big, the big growers of genetically modified food is corn, soy, and canola. Well, that kinda, yeah, that kind of makes sense. They're the, they're the ginormo crops here in America. Yes, and yeah. they're in, you know, the byproducts of them are everywhere, you know, right. everywhere. In every processed food, you're going to find soy or corn derivative or canola derivative. Um, so what's the difference between, and we'll, we'll stick with plants for the sake of keeping the conversation simple enough that my head doesn't spin off like I um, need an exorcism. What's the difference between a genetically modified plant or GMO plant and a hybrid plant? Okay. Biotechnology has given companies the ability to inject genes of different species totally into plants. So a genetically modified tomato, for instance, in all likelihood, has a fish gene or two in it. A what? Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. A fish gene? Yes. Really? Yeah, (laughs) they pull genes from wherever they can get them. Fish is very common in most of the seeds. Um, Where it gets really tricky is now they have designed these seeds that can resist certain pesticides. These pesticides are designed to really give a weed AIDS, the AIDS virus, by limiting its uptake of important immune minerals like zinc and copper. What we're finding is these seeds that um, are grown to resist this you know, Roundup or glyphosate are also 
do not contain much copper and zinc. So this is a real uh, a real problem if you're going to rely on genetically modified food to be a big part of your diet. And these studies that are coming out of Europe, because they're doing, Europe is so strict about genetically modified organisms. They require labeling, and now they put a moratorium on them. So they're not going to accept any more applications, period. Um, is that they find that it affects the human immune system. That doesn't sound like a good thing. It, well, it's, it, it, it stimulates it in some cases and represses it in others. Oh, so that's so, even worse because we can't even say exactly what it's going to do. <laughs> they don't know. I mean, they've seen it work in two different ways. And, this, and it behaves this way in mice, in rats, in monkeys, and in humans. Mm. They're finding higher rates of abortion in mares who can't carry um, their foal full term on some genetically modified foods. Hmm. So a genetically modified f- item is different. So explain to us for so- some of us who didn't pay attention in seventh grade biology class, what is a hybrid plant? Okay. So a hybrid is an, uh, an sort of old fashioned or traditional way of taking um, a plant and maybe it, it, it's a tomato plant and it, it, it produced this fantastic fruit. And it was sweet and big, and that plant had a, a good yield. And then you're going to cross it with one that was really good, another tomato, that was really resistant to wilt. And so they would save the seeds and then, and then cross-pollinate them. Aha, which is a and process that, that is mimicking what Mother Nature frequently does. Exactly. Okay. So you're... You're going betwixt different tomato plants when you're making hybrids versus a GMO tomato plant. You're going betwixt a tomato and whatever else. (laughs) Whatever. That's that's, from the science fiction fan. I'm kind of a science fiction fan. You know, Isaac Asimov was my (laughs) hero. That's a a little scary. (laughs) It is. Okay. And now because we have the ability to do it doesn't mean we we should. should. Yeah, right. Um, so GMOs and G's now from the point of view of the nutrition content or the ability of, in this particular case of the conversation, our horse's ability to derive nutrients from GMO foods, um, is, is there a difference or is it, is it a case of the long-term effect or the short-term effect that it doesn't have the right amount of certain nutrients or is it can't be absorbed? You know, we, we don't know enough yet. Um, ah. the, the several issues that have come up are that farmers have to use so much more pesticides when growing GMO crops. There was yeah. a, a study it's out of France. It was just released showing that um, this increase in pesticides is actually affecting in humans um, or is related to the rise in type 2 diabetes. So... Our horses are experiencing the same environmental challenges that we humans are. The thing with genetically modified foods is we don't know enough. It's, I, I call them Franken-foods. <laughs> and and it, it's, I, think, I think it's everyone's, every consumer's right to choose. Do you want to eat genetically modified organisms? Great. If they're there and they're available. If you don't, we need the labeling that, that says, this product contains GMO seeds 
or this product is GMO-free. It's to give the consumers a clear choice. And right now, nothing is required in labeling. So, you know, our horses have been getting genetically modified organisms since 1997, and nobody told us. Very interesting. So, again, it's a case of we have the double-edged sword here that the labeling rules are constantly changing and evolving, and the consumer's knowledge of those labeling labels tends to run a little bit behind in that they change the rate labeling rule, and two or three years later you go, really? I didn't know the word natural didn't mean the same thing it did 10 years ago, and those th- those do change, so it, it makes sense to, to learn all this stuff. So GMO and GE, um, from the point of view of a consumer, could probably be used pretty well interchangeably. Um, so they look can, out. But- they- yeah, yeah they can. just look out for, um, there's a very interesting group called the GMO Free Project. Um, they are certifying thousands and thousands of human products all over the country. And um, look for their seal, um, particularly in health food stores, because health food stores have really gotten on the bandwagon on this and are trying to keep GMOs out of their stores. Well, there you go. So whenever you are looking at ingredients, um, the default is... Corn, soy, and canola. <laughs> of course, soy, canola. Organic. Organic. And you know you're eating genetically modified. You want to see it to say non-GMO is the really the, the phrase you're looking for there, isn't it? Non-GMO or organic, because in organic requirements, you cannot grow from GMO seeds. Well, there we go. That's that's the short version of it. Thank you so much, Tigger. This has been such an informative conversation. Every time I talk to you, I feel so much smarter when we're done. <laughs> well, thanks. Tell tell our listeners out there where they can go to learn more about GMOs and GEs. And I have your website here on my screen right now. Fascinating articles. Tell folks the website. Uh, it's biostareq.com. And... Um, we have lots of information on GMO and GEs, and uh, you can call us or email us with any questions. Fantastic. We'll see you again soon, Tigger. Okay, thanks. Thank you very much to Tigger and the folks at Biostar for helping us to put this tip together. At Biostar, they believe that educating and empowering more horse people about whole food nutrition, we will all be better able to care for our horses and our planet. Biostar also proudly supports truth in labeling efforts, providing comprehensive labels on all of their products and supporting information on their website. Their products contain nothing genetically engineered, synthetic or artificial, no fillers, no binders or excipients, only pure best in class whole food ingredients. Please stop by the horse tip daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 